from Coast to Coast. We're your host and host, SVH and Sawa. I, I still cannot not hear Space Ghost whenever I hear that intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't it actually called Space Ghost from Coast to Coast? I'm trying to remember. I, I think it was. Um, yeah. Pants is way more into it than I am, but. Yeah, I, I I just remember some some He Man Hulk like it was he was like a cross between He Man and Batman. I I, I I don't even remember what he wore, but I, I the coast to coast and space ghost thing is just is always stuck in my head. Hi, how are you? Hi, I <laughs> am well. How are you, SBH? I'm good. So, um, well, I guess the fine people. So little do they know this is not really our first recording, but this is the first one they're nope. gonna hear. Yeah, this is the pilot because I actually um, kind of sort of deleted the first one when I was trying to edit it. So <laughs> that was a nice way of saying it's all crap. It's all crap. Oops. <laughs> yeah, except I don't think crap was the word I used. Oh, um, yeah, I, I believe it was um, a little stronger, which is a word we will be using in this podcast because we are adults. And this is bicoastal disorder with SBH and Sawa, because I don't think we have mentioned that yet. Right. So um, she is Sawa. I'm SBH. And uh, I guess uh, you will. And I think I had said it before and I'll say it now. Yeah, you will never know what SBH stands for. For all I care, you can think it stands for seam, semen behind the hammock. I mean, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't care. It doesn't know. It does not. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Our but... our producer assistant guy, uh, poor Pete, was trying to get it out of me today, and I said, "Nope, I will not tell you." That's part of. I mean, it's part of our mystique. Oh yeah, yeah, that's part of our mystique. Our feminine, our feminine wilds, our mystique, our mysterious <laughs> mystique. So, speaking of mystique, um, I guess so this a hey, this is a great segue. So the 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 reason that we're doing this is because one. Everybody and their uncle has a podcast, and we just want to be trendy. Actually, that's not true. Um, Sawa is a lot more um, familiar with the podcast world than I am, actually. Um, I, I may be addicted. Yeah, I remember, for all of you four listeners out there, that last fall, because, you know, I, I usually try to gift the family with something nice, and I said, well, I can get you a year subscription of xm and sarah said that is so lovely but you know all i do is listen to podcasts right and i was like oh no i'm starting to catch on but okay so i i, I guess no 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 xm for you <laughs> now, and and pants who is my husband also listens to podcasts nonstop. so magic between the pants. two of us magic pants magic pants we're we're, yeah. we're, take, we're we're going way back when okay so way back <laughs> so a little bit so a little bit of what we're doing now a little bit of history like a good therapy session actually um reason we're doing this and that's was the bleh, the segue mystique is um Sawa's podcast community basically had been wanting her to do a podcast and um and she has been you know dying for a creative outlet for quite some time we had talked about a podcast and there was the question of well what would it be on and then it just sort of happened where um you were talking about you know just we were just basically chit-chatting about mental health and and you being in your 
journey of understanding what depression is that it's not you know um it 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 feels differently than you think that it would feel to the point where you didn't even recognize that that's what you were struggling with for years right and then so that actually came up because I happen to be um I'm actually a board licensed practicing psychotherapist y'all will know me as a shrink um and and that also is one of the reasons that we keep even our names confidential because we will talk about pretty much everything under the sun except um, my clients. They will never come up, not even caricatures of them will ever come up because, you know, boundaries and, and legal and HIPAA. And, and I just, in case one of them actually do stumble across this podcast, I don't want them to even remotely be able to think that, you know, when we're talking about friends or family that I'm talking about them because that's just not going to happen here. Um, so, yeah. So we also don't want your stalker to find you. Oh, God, grammar stalker. We will be talking about yep. her because she is not a client. Um, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No. She's someone's client. No, actually, that's part of the problem. She should be, but she, she ain't. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what it comes down to is we wanted a show that would be accessible, that you guys, you know, I, I think the way I've always had this in my head was, It'll be like inviting whoever wants to listen into eavesdropping a converse, a really typical conversation between Sawa and myself, um, because the stuff we talk about is literally the stuff we talk about on any given day. Um, so you'll hear a lot about mental health um, to kind of demystify the whole thing that that um, Sawa is just like any one of y'all. I am just like any one of y'all. And, it, you know, we just thought, well, let's see if anybody gets anything out of it so and the name by coastal disorder is because the lovely sbh is on the west coast uh-huh. and i am on the east coast and we often and, and we yes. often wish that we could swap coasts from time to time i tend to wish that in the fall she tends to wish that in the winter <laughs> mm-hmm. but or you know, when i really want some some west coast wine because we do some great wine in the east coast but only whites sometimes i want reds sometimes you just need west Said wine so yeah so basically <laughs> that's, it's, it's gang war wine but anyway yeah but they, so that's why we're doing what we're doing um and i think i already covered why our names are anonymous and also mm-hmm. we have families and we don't want it out there you know yeah so our families we have given code names for Mhm. So um, yeah, uh, you go first. Are we are we codenaming our our pets too? Because I I have so I have a husband. Sure. I have a husband. I have a three year old little girl and a fat cat who I even around the house I have just taken to naming him Fat Boy. Um, because <laughs> I was like I keep restricting his food and he he just keeps getting bigger. I think he has some like I don't know. It's like. I actually wonder, um, you know, but he just, he's just fat. So basically. Not that I'm common um, in cats. Because I'm not a vet. I'm just saying, if anyone who's listening to this is a vet and wants to correct me, then go for it. I'm a biologist. I'm not a veterinarian. He's just, he's just a fat, lazy cat. He's Garfield. Oh my God, I should have named him Garfield. Nah, his actual name does suit him anyway, but fat boy it is. 
that boy. So um, for the sake of, of anonymity, um, I have taken to calling. Well, actually, the last time we recorded this, I did not have a code name for my husband, but we just decided to go with business class. The end, which is, which <laughs> is, gonna laugh. <laughs> which is a throwback. It's a throwback to when um, United Airlines stranded us in Boston, and they literally like canceled our flight. Names. Huh? We're naming names. I love it. Yeah. Well, fuck them. Yeah. United stranded <laughs> us. Like they stranded us in less than twelve hours before flight time, and then, um, you know, the the hubs gets on the phone. And they said, all right, all right, all right, don't be mad. We'll just put you on a direct flight, you know, later in the, or no, a day later or something like that. And he yeah. just kept demanding an upgrade to business class. Meanwhile, I'm just like waving my arms around in the background saying, you sound like a moron. There is no business class on that flight. <laughs> and he was not letting it go. So <laughs> since then, the lovely Sala and Magic Pants, who is her dearly beloved have taken to calling. He is never going to live that business class demand thing down ever. So, th- so it's well, that's me. okay because magic pants will never live down the square cookie incident. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that the other day. Business class was like, I forget how it came up, but business class was like, look, those, them damn cookies better not be square. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So it's me, my bitch, uh, business class, and little Mooby, who is not named after the golden calf on the Kevin Smith movies. Oh, and, and Fat Boy. He, 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 the cat. Okay. And who are your people? Okay. So we already mentioned Magic Pants mm-hmm. several times. So my darling husband of almost 13 years is Magic Pants. Um, we also have a, a cat. That's not a boast, by the way. We don't call him that. Well, Hmm? Yeah, I I don't call him Magic Pants because he has magic junk. That's that's for you to do. Oh, oh no, that 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 we don't need to go into in this episode. Um, really? Anyway, I thought, <laughs> this I episode. Thought, was... I thought booze and wieners and butts are going to be <laughs> pretty much in every well, episode. Yeah, but not the pilot episode. We do not want to scare people. I mean, oh well, well will they be scared? Or, if he has right, I don't know. I don't okay, know. okay. Anyway, magic pants. Well, I mean, we do have two children. Um, Hi. So we have we have magic pants. We have my cat, who is Princess Pee Pee Pants, because she has a substrate preference, and if there's fabric on the floor, she will pee on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have an eight-year-old daughter. I still and... miss Hot Carl. That was the best cat game ever. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> My daughter, we call short pants. Uh-huh. And I have a four-year-old little boy who, much to his annoyance in this podcast, will be referred to as Daisy Dukes. Well, because what's shorter you. than short pants? Daisy Dukes. Daisy Duke. No, I left them downstairs. Well, and it's they're also... playing Ladybug and Cat Noir right now. Wait, oh, you mean they're watching it on the on the, on the No, I mean or... they're reenacting episodes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, He's got well, and... a bathrobe belt tied around his waist as his cat tail. It's adorable. Oh, yeah. No, and then um, Mubi is um, taking her nap with boy Sawa, who is currently here. 
Oh, hi, Boy Sawa. Yeah, if I, if I know Boy Sawa, he is also napping with movie. so yeah. But, so, oh, I, I hear, I hear, I hear a wee one. Yes, because I begged them to stay downstairs. That is why you oh, hear him. I see. <laughs> well, once he doesn't, once he doesn't dox himself like he did last time. And Magic Pants is actually um, off teaching a lesson, so he is not helpful right now. Right. He, he is not able. Okay. Yes. So, um, I guess, well, what did we do last time? Okay, so I guess, um, did you want to do your, you know, since this is a mental health show, um, <laughs> did you want to at least, you know, go back into the whole, um, you know, your own journey as somebody who's just... Um, you know, discovering figuring what... the heck out what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. Well, Let me that... actually yeah. blow my nose real quick, though. I apologize to anyone listening to this because I have allergies. And, so do I. Uh, no, that a little is bit. Coast to coast thing. Okay. Um, well, we we say that um, that we are amoebas, yeah, and I are. think one of those cases where we are split off from the same cell. Oh, my cat's totally dreaming. His paws are shaking and his ears are twitching. Aww. If only he would <laughs> run like that in real life. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Then he'd be lean boy. But um, yeah, so well, so basically. Okay. Um, for, for so the, I will give the yeah. fast and dirty recap of my life. There you go. Um, so since I was we mental health, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 we don't need my entire life story. That's boring, and I'm already typing it out for my therapist, and it's making me kind of crazy. Like um, from the Goonies when I was five, blah, 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 blah. The Thunder, <laughs> yes. Actually, we just watched that with the kids. Um, because if it's piratey, we are in into it. <clears throat> yep. Um, anyway, so when I was little, um, I had... Um, my first experience with mental health issues is when a bully on the school bus ripped out half the hair out of my head and I developed insomnia. Mm. And through there, I developed psychosomatic headaches, which turned into a guilt complex, which turned into um, the inability to lie without puking, which is yep. terribly inconvenient for my life because lying is a very good coping skill that I do not have. Well, especially um, if you have kids it's like yes yeah, santa's real <laughs> well so. i can i can tell fibs if they're going to be come out like i can keep secrets i can tell uh surprise parties like i'm all i can lie till the cows come home because i know it will come out eventually so you can lie temporarily right yes that's right. a good way to put it okay i can lie semi-permanently mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, anyway, and so when I was in school, I had a lot of anxiety. I've always had really bad anxiety. I have no coping mechanisms. Um, I had poor self-esteem, which is ironic because I am a child of the 80s. And that's the self-esteem mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. Because at the same time that I was having self-esteem issues because I was bullied. And I was doing all kinds of outrageous things to try to get positive attention and it wasn't working. Um, I was also being told like a lot of us were in that time period, how awesome and unique and everything we are so that when we come to real adult life and we realize we're not that special, we get the crash. Mm, the, what I yeah. call buying into the lie. Right. Anyway, so I had anxiety forever. Um, 
And I tried therapy when I was a teenager. It didn't work out. Um, well, wasn't that therapist Helamine or something? Like, no, that was the therapist who told me I was beyond help. And then later we found out that like I was like her first patient. She didn't know how to deal with teenagers. Jesus. <laughs> okay. I never it told you that. Hurts. I no. It always hurts yeah. to hear. I, I I heard. I only heard for the first time when the first time we recorded this that you know the the, the moron said you are beyond help because you know I mean it's. Yeah. And um, I think I've wondered out loud if if she was, you know, like an MFT or a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Cause I, that I don't know. She was a psychiatrist uh, because I went to a psychiatrist right after uh-huh. yeah. and had a, had a CAT scan. And that's when he told me that psychosomatic illness uh-huh. is real. Right. Like what I feel is actually physiologically happening to me. Yeah. But it's controlled by my brain. Right. Um, it's right. not, you know, it's nothing that can be cured physically. It can only be cured mentally. Right. Um, and uh, um, anyway, so um, so instead of dealing with my anxiety, I just push it down, mm-hmm. push it down, push it down, put on the mask. Like mm-hmm. even in undergrad, um, if I wasn't smiling, everyone thought it was the end of the world because I had gotten so good at the mask. Mm-hmm. Which is also probably why I can act because, you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. Um, and then let's see. According to Papa, um, who is an, a friend of ours, mm-hmm. who, who when did she it? think? Yeah, she lives yeah. in Finland because she's a dumbass, but we love you, Papa. <laughs> uh, I don't know I'm sure that will come up. Uh, state of the uh, country, state of the country, she's quite smart to be in Finland right now. I know, but the reason she's there, anyway. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, she's from there. She's from there. She's native yes. of yes. Finland. Anyway, not about Papa. But she apparently noticed that I wasn't myself shortly after the birth of my daughter. Yeah, no, she, that was when we saw you in 2012. So right. that so was the summer you guys were here, yeah. Yeah, so short pants was two. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I guess that it might be when I started to be depressed, but I didn't realize it. And my mother thought that I had postpartum after my son was born. Right. But when I noticed finally that things weren't right with me is... Um, when I was doing a play last summer, yes, last summer, I was doing a new show. And typically, when I am involved in a show, I am, like, super energized, super happy. Like, yeah. it's, it's my great love. Yep. And I was super, ex- I should have been super excited about it. I've always been super excited. You can ask SBH about. Yeah. Um, Shows I've done in the past. <laughs> and I was so dreading going to rehearsals that I would sit in the parking lot and fight tears before I went in. Right. And, that's and, it, was and it had nothing to do with the show. And and then I was listening to podcasts. Shout out to Karen Georgia of My Favorite Murder and Will Wheaton from um, Radio Free Burrito and My Childhood Fantasies. <laughs> um <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. Um, um, anyway, um, I was listening to podcasts from them and they were talking about their journeys and how it felt for them. And I'm like, oh, crap. I think I have actual real depression. Yeah, um, no, no matter what the friend, you know, what your friend, the, the shrink was telling you, you know, for, for years. Well, or, it's, just, it was just the denial. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, no, no, and, no. And that's the thing. And that's why we want to do this, because I was so embarrassed to admit that I, as a professional woman, a wife, a mother, yeah. to admit that I, even though, like, my life is good. I have a loving family. I have a loving extended family, mostly. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there I will be some guest home. stars. I have a job that I adore. I have colleagues that most people would kill to have. Um, I'm published in journals. Like, I have everything going for me, and and to, to go into a, a show with people that I adore and enjoy working with and just want to be anywhere except with them, like, it was huge. And I didn't want to admit any of it. And yeah. then I did. And, well, and, and SBH gets to say, I told you so, a lot. <laughs> I hardly ever do. I hardly ever do. I know, but you have every right to. Um, so I went to my doctor and I got some medicine, and I started going to online therapy because, oh, I left out a whole chunk. I think I did this last time, too. Um, no, oh, so, the, the last therapist, too. So I went oh, to a therapist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah this, so this wasn't because of depression. This is, go back two years. Panic attacks, oh. yeah. Yeah, I started having really bad panic attacks. You know, the fight or flight, you can't breathe. Yeah. You've got to get out of this meeting, oh, my God, right now, or I'm going to, like, die. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, I literally could not catch my breath. Um, and I would feel hungover for the rest of the day. So I went to my doctor, a different doctor, and uh, my lady doctor. And uh, she said I should go to therapy. So I did. And it was a very bad therapist. And long story short, she tried to use me to commit insurance fraud. And that's not something you should do with someone with a guilt complex. And you can't lie. Yeah, no, I mean... So I I got to the point where the idea of seeing a shrink like in person that wasn't my BFF that I'm talking to right now. Which um, and you don't get therapy from me, so so hold it. No. Well, other than the friend therapy, which is you know Mm. talking to your bestie. Mm Hmm. Um. Um. Anyway, I the idea of going and sitting in a room and giving that kind of trust to someone puts yeah. me in a panic spiral real bad. Yeah. So I've been doing online therapy and my online therapist is amazing. And she's being so patient with me when I don't talk to her for a couple weeks because I'm too depressed to do it. <laughs> um, but. Well, if uh, anybody who should understand the arresting qualities of depression should, should be your therapist, but yeah. Well, it wasn't my last one, but this yeah, one. I know who I'm just going to refer to as Kay um, for anonymity, but Kay is amazing and she is super awesome and patient with me and she's okay if all I do is send her cute pictures of my kids. So, 
Well, and that's, I mean, that's checking in. I mean, what picture worth a thousand words, you know, if, if she's saying, how are you doing? Most of us, when we're checking up on, on a client, if, if we even get like a one worded response, it's sort of like, okay, so at least you're still somewhat out there, which is a good thing, you know, so. Um, right side of the grass, as I tell my baristas at Starbucks, yeah. I'm on the right side of the grass. So one of the, yeah, one of the things that, and one of the reasons rather that I, I thought that you would be most helpful, you're going to be more helpful to everybody listening than I am because um, people are going, I, I hope people understand listening to you that when we say, you know, mental health has such a taboo attached to it and it's, I mean, it starts all the way from the top, you know, you have government agencies or, or people in legislation who are saying, you know, as soon as there's a national tragedy or something, they say this blanket word, mental health, thereby perpetuating the the dark, scary image of the person who is unhinged and out of control of their actions and and do and they do awful things. Now, is there a side of mental health that tips over into the uh, what we call antisocial uh, personality disorder, the people who go out of their way to hurt people. Yes, there is a dark extreme to it. But mental health in general, just like anything else, is part of your everyday life. Um, I think the example we gave last time was you wake up in the morning and you say, oh, God, I'm tired and uh, I don't want to go to work for eight hours today. That is everyday mental health that's fatigue that's probably the need for self-care that's frustration mm -hmm. tolerance that's you know it's i mean mental health is something that is with us at all times even if you if you believe in the meaning of dreams it's even with us then when we're sleeping you know so mental health in general is not something that should be scary or mysterious and it certainly doesn't mean that you are abnormal. As a matter of fact, if you are a living, breathing person, mental health is a part of your life. I fully expect it to be, and you should expect it to be as well. And one of the reasons that I thought um, Sarah's journey would be most beneficial to hear is because that's how it usually is. You know, I think a lot of people think mental health and I think they get this idea of what we call the psychotic break. You know, when people just, um, just like go off the deep end. You know, they're in crisis mode, and then they just snap, and then they start doing zany things because they've totally checked out. Like you said, go off the deep end. And like I said, that there is a quality of mental health disorders that can that can include that. But that's just not, you know. It's first off, I'm a firm believer that if you address the issues even if you have a predisposition to something that's organic like you know um what do you call it like your your serotonin isn't all in or mm -hmm. whatever i mean even if you have an organic predisposition to it and most of us um i have to tell you most of us just are everyday people living our lives we come up against something that is hard to deal with if you live long enough you're going to come up against something that's hard to deal with. And mm -hmm. it, even if you don't have a predisposition to that, it helps to talk to people. It helps to figure things out. And the only way you're going to do that is if you, if you don't label yourself as weak or crazy or 
or or abnormal or strange if you ask for help. And if you ask for help early enough. And that's enough, not to say that if you are concerned, if something changes dramatically, you should have the physical aspects checked out as well. I mean, I thought when I was, I thought the depression was caused by my thyroid trying to kill me again. Yeah. It isn't, but you know, so I if something changes that. real fast, I remember you that should conversation. Probably... I remember, yeah. not to cut you off, I do remember that conversation no. when your thyroid levels came back normal. And I remember I happened to be at work and I got the text and it was like, I, I could hear the panic from the text and you're like, what the hell is wrong with me? You know, and yeah. you know, it's like, well, maybe it's not, you know, organic maybe it's some stuff you need help to sort out so you know I mean so basically and now I'm I do appreciate I I really appreciate that the um, the generations that are coming up now like definitely so I am I guess what I guess are you millennial I I know I'm the tail end of generation I don't know it's it's weird okay so I'm just gonna say there, there's a they came up with a new name and I don't remember it and I was just asking poor Pete what it was and he didn't remember either. I was born in '81, so oh, I'm like that, right in between the, the lost generation or the forgotten something generation. like that. Like uh-huh. yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm '81, so I'm what does that make me? 37. <laughs> I told one of my doctors the wrong age the other day. You're like I'm like, 32. <laughs> no, I told him 38. Oh, um, you, you I'm going through kind up. of a physical health crisis right now. So I've been seeing a lot of doctors, but we're not talking yeah. about that today. But yeah. well, okay, and actually, so- it all comes down to the physical stuff is probably a lot more to do with the mental stuff than the physical stuff. Anyway, your symptoms could be part of anxiety. Yeah. But oh, no, yeah, the- they're pretty sure that it's psychosomatic. Well, Yay. I can't find anything wrong with you. You know, it's like, well, maybe, yeah, maybe it is psychosomatic. But, um, well, either way, so um, you are, well, anyway, I'm 40. Um, yeah. She's 37. And our generation are, are still of that group that we're trained to think of mental health and not just mental health, but also um, mental disorders were part of like a, a truly you know, unfortunate crowd and, oh, thank God you're not them. My, I remember in school, because I went to a Catholic um, primary school, and I remember every morning in the morning prayer, they used to include and pray for the mentally ill. I mean... Also th- with that, too, I did not go to Catholic school, but I am Catholic light by faith, yeah. and uh, Diet we always had that, too. <laughs> yeah. They, they only, we called it the infirm. Mentally oh, okay. infirm. Yeah, I mean, and so I mean, right Which there, again, that see, awful. right. I mean, you can see right there, like that that insidious training that oh, people who have depression, hello, that's everybody at some point, or people who have anxiety, hello, everybody at some point. But you know, we pray for them because God knows they need it. It's like this, everybody. So one of the things that I really enjoy about Generation Millennial and Generation Z. From what I can see and, and just from, you know, just 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 knowing um, just knowing them is I think Generation Millennial is probably the first generation that I know of that really addresses mental health. Like you can see them. I mean, it's, it's funny because some of the things that people make fun of Millennial for, which is, well, you know, they demand um, concessions at work. And, oh, they demand, um, 
you know, um, special treatment, you know, technically you can see that as, well, maybe they're demanding the right to balance mental health and work and home life. Like, could it be that they're just asking to not, you know, um, you, you know, it's like the older yeah. generations believe that you should just work and just stick with it. And, you know, no matter how much it sucks, just, you know, suck it up. And maybe, you know, and, and they make fun of millennium because millennial because they're like, well, God, they're so spoiled. And oh, God, they're, you know, they're, that's so millennial. And I'm like, yep. oh, maybe they're more mentally, mental health aware than you are. You know, it's like, I appreciate yeah. that about them. Well, my but, workplace just started having uh, work-life balance seminars. And I haven't been able to make them because of my experiment schedule. But I think that's awesome. Yeah. Because I, I feel guilty for all the times I've been missing for health-related stuff. Right. And yet I have so much sick time, it's ridiculous. But I still feel guilty for taking it. Um, my colleague had a work accident on Monday and he's been in the hospital since and he feels guilty and kind of embarrassed, but I'll give you details later. He's doesn't want details of it out there and not that he's going to listen to this, but anyway, I hope he feels better soon. He's okay. Okay. Yeah. Or he Mm -hmm. will be. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. So, and, but, and, but even, okay. Speaking of work. I remember um, at the last at the last um, job I worked for, like where I was an employee, um, I remember mental health days were not part of the benefits package. People had sick days. And I remember mm-hmm. a supervisor said, well, if you need a mental health day, that is included in your sick days. And uh, you see, I mean, right there, the message is there. It's like, so you can't call it a mental health day separately it has to be a sick day you know what I mean it's it's sort of like it's just it's it I am appreciative that the new generations the younger generations are are aware and appreciative of the the recognition of mental health but at the same time we are governed by the older generations still they're the ones who are writing the policies they're the ones who are heads of the industry because they fucking refuse to retire and so it's basically it's it's hard to kind of have that cultural push through when the policies are being written by, you know, forgive me, but y'all baby boomers are not very kind to us a lot of the time, you know, so. Except you, boy, Sawa, we love you. Oh, God, he, he's so used to me bagging on that <laughs> generation. He is so used to me. Um, as a matter of fact, we were chatting about some article I read about the different characteristics of each generation. And as a matter of fact, Generation X in this article said, this was one of the first generations to start recognizing or the, have the desire for a balanced home and family life. And then millennial are the ones who are basically saying, no, this is bullshit. We demand a balance between home and family. And so I was telling him um, and I, in the conversation, I said, I don't remember what they said about baby boomer in that regard. And he said, well, they must have said, well, we were just wonderful and, and, and gregarious. And, and I thought he was, I thought he was being serious. So I was like, wait, what fucking baby boomer? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you think that that's incredulous. And I'm like, yeah, y'all don't act like that. I'm your policymaker. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so. Yeah, but in, in, in defense, Boy Sawa is particularly empathetic. He is, but he's a shrink too. So, you know, well, it's yeah. kind of built. <laughs> we haven't introduced him officially, but um, he is your former boss. Yep. And now BFF. Although, you know, that cultural clash is there because he was the one who was telling me 
um, Mrs. Boisella was working somewhere and, um, and she and he were yucking it up about this, you know, um, late twenties, um, employee where she works saying, okay, you know what? I find my job is very isolating. I, um, I don't have an office anywhere near anybody else and I need an office where I can have human interaction or else I'm going to quit. And they thought that was like so millennial because how entitled must she be, you know? And I was like, or maybe she's fucking lonely and it's like, you know, it's like, it's mm-hmm. like she's working in a dungeon and I'm getting like X-Files flashbacks of Mulder in his basement office by himself. And maybe she's like, this is Mulder. Hey, my lab the basement. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. We just joked that we're going to be safe in case of a zombie apocalypse. It's okay. You're not by yourself. You have, oh, you have gosh, lab no. mates. Right. Oh my right. gosh, they're amazing. So anyway, so that's why we're doing this. Um, and, 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 and I will be shocked as hell if we manage to stay on topic for at least half of each episode. Um, we're <laughs> oh, that's what part about- what's so awesome about us. We are hilarious. Yeah. At least we think we are. Well, look, we entertain us. So. I mean, when you had to take a screenshot of the text conversation we were having so you could send it to me the to dude. show me how hilarious we are. No, we weren't even we're so being, we weren't even being hilarious though. The conversation, the guy on Tumblr who wanted to spread He wanted to spread Bill Clinton's ass open and give him a rim job. I mean, I'm sorry. That's so SBH to all you people. SBH calls me in the middle of the worst day, and I am panicking because she leaves me a three-minute voicemail, and I'm in a meeting and I can't get it. And I well, check I the voicemail and I get out of my meeting. Three no. minutes, and I'm terrified someone has died. No, no. it's about in getting a rim job. Well, no, and now, not that he actually did. I don't want that. No, 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 no. Jesus, there are enough conspiracy theories about the poor Clintons to begin with. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, what happened was I was on Tumblr, and and funny enough, it I didn't plan it this way, but a lot of the the posts that I get on Tumblr are are happen to be. Um, like heads of statey, like um, you know, picture. Oh, here's Barack and Michelle Obama. Oh, here Bill and Hillary Clinton. Oh, here's Henry and and Meghan. Um, uh, Harry. Well, I guess Henry. Well, is Henry. Right? Yeah, not wrong. You know, Harry and Meghan, and oh, here's Wills and Kate. You know that sort of thing. And um, oh, and 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 um, Mulder and Scully, because you know, I I I kind of joined the X Files party late, but you know, I I like the show. Anyway, so there was a picture. It's an old picture of um, Bill Clinton. And I was just, you know, going, oh, there's Bill Clinton. No, there's, you know. And then, but I noticed with the Bill Clinton picture, there were an unusual amount of comments. And sometimes when you see, like, you know, most times people just do like a like a like or a reblog or whatever. But I was like, these are a lot of comments. So I click on it. And, and one of the comments was this dude who flat out said that he wants to do these, do these, these naughty things to him. So that's, I just thought it was descriptive to the point of shocking and hilarious. I was like, really? You, I mean, like, you, you're actually using the words, I want to spread his ass open and give him a rim job. Like, damn. Like, I mean, 
you know, it was, I was like, well, well sensitivities. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right. Hey, when you first met me 20 years ago, I uh, did yeah. have, I'm over it, but I did. I was the most naive person ever. We have not. Um, my friends in college would take me to lunch to laugh at the naive things I said. Oh my God. I remember, um, cause I, you know, we had that online friendship, you know, back in the late nineties when people were like, wow, chat rooms and, oh, you can make friends over the, the interwebs. But, um, we haven't discussed what we're going to call our mutual male friend who eventually oh. became a soldier. Um, oh, I used to call him little man, didn't I? Yes. Let's go back to little man, which is kind of ironic uh, because he ain't little. He's, he's, no, like, he's taller than the boat of us tall or something like that. But anyway, um, I miss that boy. Well, well I miss him. He was 20 years ago. I don't know what he is like now because we haven't talked. Yeah. He kind of, um, it wasn't West Point. It was in uh, Annapolis where he kind of fell off Annapolis, the face of the yes. earth because they were limiting um, uh, internet it time. Was after that. Because well, I, I am actually, a darn military pen pal. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't keep up the pen pal thing. I was like, well, when he's done, he'll reconnect. And then, um, yeah, that just didn't happen. But in any his case. little man didn't want us to, so. His, oh, Mrs. Little Man. Didn't, oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you actually just filled me in about that last year because I didn't know um, yeah. that her, her issues with him having chick friends was, was as, as serious. Yeah, as thought it was, it was just you. <laughs> I thought it was just me. I was like, well, hey, you know. But, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. So, yeah, but I, I do remember it was you. Not that he'll the... ever listen to this, but <laughs> just in case. Well, it's not like we're going to use his name. So, but yeah, in, in any case, um, and I remember he was kind of like everybody's like big brother. You know, women, hold on to your virginities. <laughs> and then you were like, well, you think so? Okay. I think I'm going to do it. And then I was like, you know what? Yeah, all right. <laughs> so. so, well, he's the only man I ever heard saying that he regretted premarital relations. Um, I forgot all about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Um, now, he was, part of the problem was we were involved in a fandom, which is how we met. We will not disclose the fandom at this current juncture, mm-hmm. although it may come up. Not right now. But we remember the fandom, and back then we were a big deal on the fandom because we got to moderate the chat rooms. I would, um, and, I would banish people left, right, and oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> it, was, it was a jam. Yeah. Anyway, this young man had a screen name which made all the ladies except for people like me and SBH um, think that he would be their virtual boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) He really did screw himself in that sense. He did and he was totally naive about it which was adorable. Why are we talking about him? Um, We were talking about how you are well at least you used to be shy and and, and innocent. And virginal. Yeah and virginal. Mm -hmm. Yikes. And then um, somehow that reminded me of when he, not, I mean, I don't want to say mentor, but he was kind of like everybody's Boy Scout big brother guide into the world of, you know, okay, so the ironic thing is, yeah, he had already had sex and he was here like this, the, the one dude 
in like fifty something like opposite women. of toxic masculinity. Right, and he's all ladies, hold on to your virginities, like hold on to your hats and your virginities, and da 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 da, and that just took me back to that time because I was like, oh my god, when you said there was a time when you were, you know, shy and blushing easily and all that, I for a second I was like, what? And I was like, oh god, yeah. <laughs> like that long ago oh i was um, ridiculous yeah I'm, yeah. I yeah, yeah so according to um to some of my friends who we haven't come up with code names for so i can't talk about him yet mm-hmm. yeah mm. no. oh lord they made a <laughs> slender man movie i have the the tvs on um but it's mute and there is a this a, is gonna be riveting radio <laughs> Yeah, there's a Slender Man movie, you guys. Anyway, so, well, the first episode is, is always going to be kind of like, <laughs> this is, I told you, it's going like to sound like the stuff we talk about. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've already talked about Bill Clinton getting rim jobs. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> go up from here. Um, I want to see the guy. because I, I would like to see... apologize to the Dirt Pride Network for this. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just no, you're not. <laughs> you don't see a picture of freaking Bill Clinton in a three-piece suit, looking all Bill Clinton-y, and then some dude show up and go, "Yeah, oh, oh, job." <laughs> he was such a sloppy bear. I mean, like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> not Bill Clinton. He knows sloppy bear. This podcast <laughs> is rated M for mature. Yeah, don't let your kids. <laughs> yeah, do not listen to this with your children <laughs> unless you want to have some very interesting conversations with them. <laughs> they didn't even... I just a... looked in the mirror. I look like I've had three glasses of wine. Oh, another thing that showed up on Tumblr, and I've seen it before. But there is um, somebody posted the, a picture of the front cover of this cookbook, which is the semen cookbook. And it's an honest to God book. Now, yeah. I've seen that because it has like, a picture of a custard trisel. So because of what I used to do for a living. Oh, yes. Jobs ago, I have seen that book in person. Bella used to play with spooge all day. I sorted bovine spermatozoa. Play with spooge all day. I was a master gismologist. Okay, <laughs> I said it. Yes. But no. Anyway. No, but it's, yeah, it's I'm talking about. Book. It is. No, I've seen it. I think they someone have... got it like at the Secret Santa gift or something. Yeah. yeah. Science is fun, y'all. Yeah. So basically, that's 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 us so um yeah. i think we i think we covered what we should cover for the first episode don't you well i guess well, so we're wait. planning on doing this yeah. every other every other week right yeah so fortnightly Fortnightly. because apparently bi-monthly people don't know if that means or bi-weekly people don't know if that means twice a week or every two weeks so i'm saying fortnightly because i am an anglophile and you know i wish i was british and i put random use in words but you see, where I grew up, I actually did use fortnightly because, you know, that's what It's they, such a they... descriptive word. Yeah. Like, 
Fortnite is so much better than every other week. You know, it's funny. It's funny because uh, um, now when I hear Fortnightly, I I get that flashback to that guy on So I Married an Axe Murderer talking about how the colonel puts an addictive chemical in the chicken that makes you crave it Fortnightly. So mm, chicken, yeah. um, fried chicken, nummy. Um, so we are planning. Most episodes will not be. Um, as well, I was going to say dry as this one because the first time we tried to record this, it was kind of drier. Yep. But now we have, we're we're getting we'll our mojo. We'll, yes, yeah. we will. We will have a topic mm-hmm. that we will discuss. Sometimes the topics will be more than one episode. Like um, I think toxic friendships could be like a whole mini series. You just took the words uh, out of my mouth, especially with my grammar stalker. Ugh. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! The funny me. thing is, my grammar is fucking good, y'all. But, it, you know what, I'll get into it when it's fucking toxic friendships. But, yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, your grammar's fine. But plus it gave us a perfect name to use for her. So I, I think it's sure. a win-win. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we will see you guys in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do the credits because I wrote them. All right. Let's try this. Um Actually, I had to pull it up on my computer because I lost a little piece of paper that I edited it. Because anyway, we changed your name. I feel like we should, when you do the credits, we should like record a song where we're almost cool talking. Like, you know, Pi Coastal Disorder is a proud member of the Nerd Pride Network. Oh, yeah. We totally should. We can record yeah. it as a segment. Okay. But we'll do that um, later because yeah, we're sometime. also going to cool things like a theme song and a logo and an announcer. We're getting these things, but we do not have them yet because I am not on the ball at all. Like yeah. I said, I've had some, I've had a lot of doctor's appointments. Yep. Okay. Life, life, kids, life, kids. Right. Life, kids, life, kids. Mm-hmm. Work, life, kids. Dig it. All right. Let's do this. Like Brutus. <laughs> I don't do Brutus. <laughs> you... well, I guess oh, he's right. prettier than Popeye. Anyway. Oh, I thought that was Blue Toe. You see, I don't know. Some people call him Brutus and some people call him Blue Toe because I think I that and, and people don't know if it's because Popeye has one hell of a speech impediment. So maybe it's Brutus, but he goes in oh. Blue Toe. I don't but OK, I don't know. I, I remember from um, the, the, the Homestar Runner. That's do this like Brutus. Anyway, so so do it Brady. like, you know. Okay. Brutus. Yeah. Yes. Coastal Disorder with SBH and Sala is a proud member of the Nerd Pride Network. Quality nerd so content proud. from Quality Nerds. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Coastal Disorder. Email us your questions and comments as long as they are not about the tone quality of our voices at bicoastaldisorderpodcast at gmail.com. Join us at the Nerd Pride Radio forums at nerdprideradio.com slash nerds, as well as checking out the other awesome podcast, Nerd Pride Radio with Mike Jones. Our theme song will eventually be by Poor Pete. Our producers are Poor Pete and hopefully at some point Blue Devil. But now we got to go because, you know, kids, man. Kids. Uh, and life and kids. Life and kids. Life and kids. All right. All right. So, see you well, in two weeks. Guess, yeah. Bye. Bye.